Good morning and welcome joining us on Easter Sunday. What an amazing day for Christians. The fact that we can believe that our Lord Jesus Christ has risen from the dead and that he's alive. It's such a privilege to share this day, not just with you, but with Christians all over the world and Christians through ages that believe that this day is special. This day is kind of the rock on which our faith is built and without church support. So um, I, I appreciate the trouble you're doing um, in joining us this morning. We're going to listen listen to um, a song that's going to be played for us. So let's just quiet down and, and listen to the song.
Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we can be together like this. We believe that you are alive and that you are here. We know that death couldn't keep you. And that the promise of new life is something that you have given us, something that we can hold on to, something that we can experience every day in our own lives. Thank you for each one that's following our service this morning. Thank you that we, we can celebrate Easter, that we can have chocolates and that we can have fun because the, the, the sadness of death was finished off when you rose from death. Praise this in your holy name. Amen. It doesn't matter if you read the story in Matthew or in Mark, in Luke or in John. Um, the story of the resurrection of Jesus Christ is one of the most important because with his resurrection, he actually said to everyone that this is only the beginning. Sometimes we think about death as the end of something. And sometimes we think about death as things didn't work out. But the fact that Jesus rose from the dead tell us it's only the beginning. Um, Easter Sunday will uh, want to remind us that, that death never, never is the end of the road. I read something Richard Ruhr has written about that. He said, the Christian faith is saying that the pattern of transformation is always death transformed, not death avoided. We, we can be transformed through the death of Jesus Christ. If, if, if we look at seasons, seasons change the whole time. We've got, um, we're moving into spring now with the promise of summer, but we know in the back of our mind that autumn is coming and winter is coming again. It's this, it's this whole cyclic experience the whole time, this pattern that continues to go through death and life, through death and life. Therefore, when we celebrate Easter, we know that we can celebrate life. Death doesn't have the last word in our lives. Uh, Jesus rose from the death. And with that, we have a promise and we have hope for new growth. We have, we have hope that we can change and that we can become better and become more. If you think about that, his disciples wasn't prepared for his resurrection. They thought that being with Jesus and what Jesus is teaching them and, 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 and the promises Jesus made, everything is going to come fall into place. And then he died. And then it's this, the strange vacuum that, that, that happened. And, and each one of the disciples had to make a decision of what am I going to do with this? Because I'm not prepared for it. Although Jesus talked to them about his resurrection, they didn't understand it. But, but the question is, for each one of them and for each one of us today, was how, how is his resurrection going to change my life? What difference is it going to make? What opportunity for growth do I have? What things in my life must die? What new birth and new growth must come to place? I read a story, a poem of a Welsh Anglican priest, Oris Thomas. He's written the following poem. He said, 
There have been times when after long on my knees in a cold chancel, a stone has rolled from my mind. And I have looked in and see the old questions lie, folded and in place by themselves, like the piled grave cloths of love's risen body. He's writing about this experience of as Jesus rose from the dead, so things in our life can change. Stuff that we thought are going to kill us, stuff that we thought um, isn't good, isn't in place, is breaking us, holding us back, keeping us growing. That can change. That can change with Jesus' resurrection. Um, let's read about Mary, because the story of Mary is kind of try to explain something about this change uh, Jesus' resurrection want to bring, bring about in our lives. John 20, going to ver uh, read verse 1. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the entrance. So she came running to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one Jesus loved, that was John, and said, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we don't know where they have put him. And then John and Peter went to the grave and they saw what happened. And they just left. But, this 11 says, Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been. One at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Second, second time this question came about. Who is it you are looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him and I will get him. But Jesus said to her, Mary, she turned towards him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabuni, which means my teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. That concludes our scripture reading. It was quite clear from this scripture that Mary didn't expect Jesus to rise from the dead. Uh, none of his disciples expected him to rise from the dead. For, for them, death was the end of the road. Jesus died, that's it. Everything stops here. Um, she even said, said so herself in verse 15. It says, Thinking he was a gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where I have put him and I will get him. What did you do with the body? If you buried him somewhere else, just tell me, just show me. That's fine. You must always remember, Mary was sold out to Jesus. Um, she was one of, the, one of the ladies that stood by the cross crying when they crucified Jesus, while the disciples were, were further away, afraid for the Romans, afraid for the Jewish leaders. She was, Matthew 27 tells us that she was one of those that went to bury Jesus. 
Um, we read here that the Sunday morning early on she come to she come to the grave um, to to work with the body of Jesus. Um, she was one of the first witnesses of Jesus' resurrection. The tomb was empty. All four all four stories of the Gospels tells us um, that that's what Mary did. Mary, Mary was the first witness of what happened because Jesus changed her whole life. Um, the Bible tells us that they were friends. She and the sister Martha and the brother Lazarus was friends of Jesus. Um, we read in scripture that they spent time together. Uh, we know the story where Jesus uh, um, rose Lazarus from the dead. Uh, we, we, we read how she was with Jesus quite often as part of his larger disciple group. She was the Mary that, um, that took, took oil and, and washed Jesus' feet with her tears, dried it off with her hair and oiled it. She was the one that, that, um, that was there to serve Jesus with everything she's got. He was her Messiah. So maybe that's the reason because he, um, this relationship was so important because everything he did to her and everything she experienced while following Jesus, maybe that's the reason why she was so sad when she realized he's, he died and when she realized his body was gone. Um, and maybe that was what happened with the disciples as well. The fact that they didn't know what to make of the resurrection. Was it true that everything is finished now? Uh, everything that Jesus taught, that's, that's the end of the line here? Is that what it meant? Her sadness made that she missed Jesus, that she didn't recognize Jesus, that she saw this man standing here and thought it was a gardener. It didn't even cross her mind. It wasn't even a possibility for that. It may be Jesus. We still don't understand why she didn't recognize him. Um, maybe he was a bit different. I don't know. People are a bit unsure about how to, how to um, give a good description of, what, of why that's the reason. But... Maybe a sadness made that she missed him, that she didn't realize he was there the whole time. And, and, and that's one of the biggest messages, one of the biggest things that Easter wanted to tell us. It's Easter wanted to tell us that Jesus is still with us the whole time. When, when we read in, in Luke 24 about the uh, Emmaus, two disciples that went to Emmaus, that they didn't recognize Jesus. Jesus was with them. We read how Jesus was with his disciples, uh, even without they hid for the, for the Jewish leaders and the Romans. And, and didn't Jesus tell us just, uh, just before his, um, his ascension that he will be with us always? So, so maybe that's one of the most important lessons of Easter, that, that the Lord is with us. Sometimes we miss him. Sometimes we're so busy with our own pain and our own sorrow that we don't recognize him. Sometimes we expect him to do some to, to do and be something somebody else and something else. And then when the Lord comes to us, we miss him. But it changed when Jesus called her name. Listen to this. 
thinking he was the gardener, verse 15, she said, Sir, if you have carried, carried him away, tell me where you've put him and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. And her whole life stopped. And she recognized his voice. Uh, she turned towards him and cried out in her mouth. Rabuni, which means my teacher. How often in scripture that was a turning point in people's lives when the Lord called them. It happened with Abram, it happened with Moses, it happened with a lot of the prophets, Jeremiah, just Isaiah. Um, it happened with Joseph and Mary, it happened with Zechariah, it happened with each of the disciples, even Paul on the road to Damascus. It's when the Lord called them where everything stopped. Maybe it's true in your life. Maybe it's true when there was this the moment where you realize the Lord calling your name. The Lord wants to be involved in your life. Maybe, maybe it happened to you where it just stopped you in the tracks and just to realize, but who I am and where I am, the Lord cares. And who um, what's what's happening with me? And 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 that He wants to be in my involved in my life. You want to be involved in my life. And after that, nothing can be the same, ever. My own life, I often go back to the time when I was called, when I had the calling on my life and realized, but um, that's what the Lord wants me to be. That's where he is sending me. How often I experience difficult times just to go back in my mind and say, but I remember that day, that hour. Where the Lord called my name and I know he had a calling on my life. And that makes such a big difference in our lives. He did the same with Mary. What did he do? He, he, listen to this. He told her, uh, uh, verse 17, he said, go instead to my brothers. Tell them I'm ascending to my father. Go tell the brothers. Go tell other people. Go back to your other family or church family. Um, he, he told Mary, don't hold on to me. You, you, you've got to let me go. Hold on to the family. Go to them. Serve them. Support them. Encourage them. Go tell them. Go make a difference where you are together with your family, with your church friends. And Mary become Mary become the first witness of Jesus' life and resurrection. She says in verse 18, I have seen the Lord. Even in a time where the witness of woman wasn't, wasn't taken so seriously. She was the first witness. And the church was built on that foundation. For Mary the challenge was. What am I doing on Sunday morning when I realize that Jesus has rose up? What am I going to do? I'm going to tell people that my Lord lives. And that changed everything. The resurrection was supposed to be told to other people. So who are you going to tell? You know, the first Christians, each Sunday when they got together, they will they will greet each other with the word Maranatha, which means our Lord is alive. Our Lord has risen. So maybe we must start doing that. 
reminding each other about Jesus that's alive. If you look at situations, we find ourselves in difficult situation. Maybe it's, it's necessary for us to remind ourselves the whole time the Lord is with us. The Lord's alive. Um, if you look at, back at the p- pandemic, the way life changed, the, the trouble we went through the last, last um, 12, 13, 14 months. Maybe we must remember each other more often of the fact that the Lord is with us. The Lord's alive. interesting thing we forgot to remember is that with his resurrection he's starting again it's not the end of the road it's the beginning and that's the most important message of easter that the resurrection tells us the lord is starting again he wants to start again with you this morning he wants to establish his life and his life-giving spirit in your life again this morning Um, and it's not only meant for the day when you die that you're going to go going to rise from dead and go to heaven it's meant for now as well otherwise otherwise all these disciples will just have wait and wait for the death and uh, know they go to heaven no they changed the world with this important message so uh, each one of us, each one of us has got to go and figure out, okay, if I say I believe that Jesus rose from the dead, what does it mean in my life? What is it going to change in my life? That's a challenge of Easter. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are alive, that you are with us. That, that we can never be in any situation where we are on our own. That death never need to be scary again. Because the promise is that we will rise up and live again. But Lord Jesus, we also hold on to the promise that, that life isn't only meant for when we die one day, but that we can have life to full now each day. Thank you that you are with each one of us school at home with our friends at work with our family that that you will keep keep on looking after us keep on providing keep on forgiving us keep on loving us thank you for the story of mary thank you that she was a witness of new life and help us to be those kind of witnesses we pray this In your holy name. Amen. We have an opportunity to bring our offerings. But I want you to look at it different this morning. See it as your contribution to God's family. Uh, You're the way you can serve the body of Christ. The body of the living Christ. I've got all the information down below. Um, and thank you for for keep on giving each each Sunday in this way. We've got a few birthdays coming up. Mia Kutze on the fifth, Rolf Kannenberg on the fifth also, and in the sixth we have Nelson Dolleval and Rian Slabert, and on the seventh, Linnea Amelia De Witt. May you have an amazing day. May it be a special birthday for each one of you. Um, the ladies, we've got a ladies' day on 
um, 8th of May. Um, you've got the information down below. Uh, please, you've got to register. This is, if you register, you'll, you'll see the small package in the post. Uh, otherwise, if you don't register, you're not going to have a package in the post. You can't take part in the Women's Day. Um, can't take fully part in the, in the Women's Day. So please register. You've got the information down below. Uh, Monday's matter will move to Sunday, Monday the 12th of April. Um, please take that into mind again. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord shine his countenance upon you and give you peace. And may this Easter Sunday change your life. May you experience the, how the Lord is with you. And may you experience how he's bringing new life in each of you that's watching this morning. Amen.